Good morning. So today on Daf Memvov, we deal with a principle called Ho'il, which is a fascinating principle because it's kind of quantum mechanics in halacha. So let's see how it works. We see this idea of Ho'il coming in two different areas, and we'll look at, at both of them briefly. The first is the area of Chala, where the Mishnah at the bottom of Memvov and Madalif talks about a situation where a person needs to take Chala, they're baking bread, and they need to take Chala, the, the truma that is given to the Kohen, um, and the chala is tome, so the coin can't eat it. And the, the dough has become tome, so you, the coin can't eat it. You can't bake it on Yom Tif because you're only allowed to bake on Yom Tif if you're going to eat it. But this is inedible. It can't be used by the coin. It can't be used by a non-coin, so nobody can eat it on Yom Tif. So what do you do with it? So we, the two views we'll deal with is Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua says, it's no problem. This is not the, the kind of chala that causes any kind of problem because it doesn't have an owner. The only time chala can't be, um, uh, the, the only time we, we have a problem with chomets is if the chomets is yours. Um, but here, this chala that we're baking on, on Pesach is, doesn't belong to anybody. The coin can't eat it because it's tomeh. You can't eat it because it's chala, and so it has no owner. This is this is a, it's at a stage where it has no owner, and therefore you just leave it, and it can become chometz, and it doesn't make a difference. It's not your chometz. That's that's Rabbi Yeshua's view. Rabbi Leizer's view, which is the view we'll deal with, he says no, it does become chometz, and therefore you have to bake it immediately, and we'll deal with the chala issue later, but you have to bake it immediately. Why do you have to bake it immediately? The Gemara finally comes to the conclusion. The Rabileza Sovar Amrinan Hoil. Rabileza holds of the principle of Hoil. This is the quantum mechanics principle, Hoil. What does Hoil mean? Hoil means because. Hoil v'iboi itchel alom mamoinehu. Since he, Chala is one of those things that is created by a verbal statement. You, you declare it Chala. Anything that is created by a verbal statement follows the principles of Nadorim. And Shavuos. And the principles of the Dorim and Shavuos are that you can undo a statement uh, by going to a Chochem, by going to a Beisdin and, and being sure there are ways to undo it. We know in the Torah that there's Hafora and there's HaTorah. There are ways to undo a statement. Since potentially you could undo the Chala that you've, already, that you've made, it's still considered yours. But the fact is you haven't undone it. Right now the Chala, you've made this Chala. You've decided to give this to the Truma, to the Kohen. You've allocated, you've set it aside. This is going to be Chala. No, says Rabbi Deza, since it's possible that you could be Shoel, it's the pos- that possibility, and here's where we've got the quantum mechanics idea in Hoyle, because what it means is we factor possibility into a present reality. That's what Hoyle means. And that, you know, I don't know very much about quantum mechanics, but that sounds pretty much quantum mechanics-y. You factor future possibilities into present realities. The, fa- the fact is, right now, the, this is chala. It's not, it's not yours. But since you could make it yours, at this point, we treat it as if it, uh, as, as if it is yours in some ways. So, you know, there's the famous Schrodinger's cat uh, thought experiment. You put the cat in a sealed box, and you have a, 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 a timer that works atomically that can randomly release poison for the cat, but you won't know when. The box is sealed. And when you open the cat, you'll either find an alive cat or a dead cat. Depends whether it ate the, whether it ate the poison. So Schrodinger holds, holds that at all times in between, until you observe, the cat is both alive and dead. And that's the principle of, of quantum mechanics, that until you observe a subatomic particle, until you observe it, it it's, 
it, it has all possibilities in it. And the whole world is made up of subatomic particles. That means the whole world is made up of its possibilities. And it has amazing relevance to halacha and to hashkofa and to kabbalah and all sorts of things. It's amazing. But, but that idea we see here in halacha, that since there's a possibility of being shoyal and, and undoing the chala, we treat it now as if that might have happened. That's one of the possibilities. And it hasn't happened. But we treat, we factor possibility into current reality. That principle allows an Eruv Tafshilin on, on the Yom Tov before Shabbos. If you don't work with Hoyl, you can't really, it's very difficult to allow an Eruv Tafshilin. What is Eruv Tafshilin? That's the Gemara's next case. Eruv Tafshilin, so you start cooking, for, you've, you've got Friday is Yom Tov, and you need to cook for Shabbos. So you're not allowed to cook on Friday for Shabbos, because Friday is Yom Tov. You can cook for, for Yom Tov, but you can't cook for the next day. So we, start, we make an Eruv Tafshilin, we start cooking on Thursday, and we finish the cooking on Friday. So what kind of trick is that? Well, Erev Tafshilin only works for an Issa Durabonin. You can't use a trick to get out of a Doraisa. If something is in the Torah, you can't use a, a halachic trick to get out of it. It's only when, when the Rechachomim legislate, they can build in mechanisms to reduce the inconvenience. So Erev Tafshilin was built in to an Issa Durabonin to cook on Friday for Shabbos to reduce the inconvenience. And is it an Issa de Rabbonin or isn't it? So on that we have a Machlekes, Rabbo and Rav Chishti, which is the subject of the next stuff as well, a very important Machlekes. If you bake on Yom Tov for a weekday, Wednesday is Yom Tov, and you bake on Wednesday for Thursday. Rav Chishti Omar Loike, Rav Chishti says that's an Issa de Raisa, Rabbo Omar Eina Loike, Rabbo says it isn't. Rav Chista Omar Loike, why does Rav Chista say it's an Issa de Raisa to cook on Yom Tov for a weekday? Uh, Rav Chista holds, we don't say hoil. What's the hoil here with, with cooking? That maybe visitors will come. So, may you, so you're not necessarily, if you're cooking on Wednesday, which is Yom Tif, for Thursday, which is a weekday, uh, you've got a big party on Wednesday, you've got a mitzvah on, on, on Thursday, and Wednesday is Yom Tif. So you cook a whole lot on Wednesday. Why? Because maybe visitors will turn up, and unexpected visitors. So Rachista says, we don't say that. That, that. that doesn't work, and therefore you're not allowed to cook on Yom Tov for weekday. It's an Isidor Isa. Rabbi says, you're right that it's an Isidor Isa, but Ho'il re- reduces it to a Drabon. So if you cook on, thir- on Wednesday, Wednesday is Yom Tov. If you cook on Wednesday, late on Wednesday, for Thursday, you have no intention of using it for Wednesday at all. It's not even possible to use it on Wednesday. That would be an Isidore Isa. But since we say Hoyle, if you cook in, in, on Wednesday morning, there's a possibility visitors might come. So we assume that, you, that you're cooking for now. I bet you know and we know and everybody knows you're not cooking for now. That's quantum mechanics. We factor the possibilities of the future into the reality of the present. It is possible that, that visitors will come. So treat it that visitors are coming. That, that's, that's how Hoyle works. Hoyle works with that, with that concept. Now, Tosfus makes a distinction. The bottom Tosfus on the, on the Omen makes a distinction between something that's, unlike, something that's not likely and something that's, that's abnormal. So visitors turning up, that is unlikely, but it's normal. These things happen. So the statistical chances that a whole lot of visitors are going to turn up exactly today when you're not expecting anybody, the statistical chances are low. But if they did walk in, you wouldn't say miracle, abnormal. How did this happen? 
these things do happen. So if it's normal but unlikely, we use Hoyle. But you don't use the Hoyle for abnormal situations, such as Tosfos says. Tosfos says using Hoyle, you can undo all these Surim of Shabbos. Because you can say maybe somebody will become sick. So I've got to have food, I've got to have electricity, I've got to have everything, heating, I've got to have everything on, on Shabbos in case somebody gets ill. That's, that's abnormal. For somebody to get ill is not normal. It happens. So, so there are two different things, normality and statistical chance. Something might be a higher statistical probability, but it's abnormal. Uh, corona is abnormal, but the statistical probability is high. Um, so, so it's interesting that in, when you learn Tosfus, you understand the difference between an abnormality. Abnormality, we don't factor into Hoyle. A statistical possibility, even if it's a small possibility, we do factor into Hoyle. So it becomes quite interesting. And that's what makes an Eruv Tafshil impossible. So Hoyle reduces a Doraisa to a, a Darabonan, according to Rabo, how, how it seems that we Paskin. So that means... Really, you're not allowed to cook on, Shab- on, a, on a Yom Tov for, for Shabbos. Midor Raisa, you're not allowed to do. But Ho'il makes it a Dirabonin. Now that it's a Dirabonin, the Rabonin factored in Eruv Tafshilin as a mechanism to reduce the inconvenience, because it's a Dirabonin. The Nafkimina as to whether, it's a, whether we use Ho'il or not, Rav Chista and Rabba and the Balamor, Paskans, Lach Rav Chista, it's not simple. But the Nafkimina is, the difference between them is significant, because what happens about cooking you know, 10 minutes before the end of Yom Tif. No visitors are coming before the end of Yom Tif. So if you say Ho'il is the key to an Eir of Tafshilin, then even if you made an Eir of Tafshilin yesterday, you can't cook late on Yom Tif afternoon. You've got to cook when there's enough time for visitors to still come. It, it can't be something that's, that's, that's impossible. But if, you, um, uh, uh, but if it's not because of Ho'il, if it's just a Drabonin altogether, then, uh, then it's different. That would be uh, like Rav Chiste, then it would be uh, then you could do it at any time of the day. And the Mishnah Brewer Paschal is like, you should not cook late on the afternoon of Yom Tif, even if you made an air of Tafshilin, because Ho'il doesn't work late in the afternoon. And that's also in, in Tosfus. Tosfus gives that as a, uh, as a factor that we have to take care of. What's important in our own lives is to understand this principle, because this is life-changing. If, if you live with this principle, that means that in every moment of life, you look at the, you factor possibility into the present. Don't limit the present by your own imagination. Don't limit the present by your own, by your own limitations. The, the fact is that every moment of the present is pregnant with every possibility of the future. That's a principle in, in quantum mechanics, and it's a principle in Aloha, you see, with Hoyle. Every moment in the present is pregnant with every conceivable possibility for the future. Whether that possibility is realized or not depends on your state of mind, on your optimism, on your tefillah, on siyata dishmaya. There are factors that it depends on. But the possibility is, is there living in present. So the possibility that you could make a million dollars today, if it's not abnormal, we're leaving aside abnormalities. If it's normality, you've got money invested, the possibility that you could make a million dollars today, it's there. It's in the present moment. Whether that possibility develops or not depends on your state of mind and your thinking, on, on siyata dishmaya, on events that happen, whether the visitors actually come or not. There are things that are beyond your control. There are things that are within your control. But to be able to live, that's why tefillah works. How, how can we be misspelled for things that are so way out? 
to be misbelled. We ask Hashem for things that are not, not simple. That's why we ask for them, because they're not, they're not obvious. They're not naturally going to happen, because the potential is in the moment. And all tefillah does is it, undoes the, it releases the potential of the future, which exists in the present, and makes that potential real. And that's what we need to do when we're davening. When, our, when we're in davening, our mind is on realizing the potential of the present. That's all it is. And, and asking for siyata tishmaya in that process of realization. And it's just beautiful how we see the idea in halacha, and it's an idea that we can live with and make a difference to, to the way we live and the way we operate.